1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by Hemisphere Coffee Roasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters.com. Hope to see you all at the Battleground Talkers Tour on Friday at Genoa Christian Fellowship. Get your tickets at 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. And one of the gentlemen who will be on stage from Salem Media is Hugh Hewitt, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show, which you hear here on The Answer and on The Answer Dayton every weekday. Hugh, welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. And tell us what you're looking forward to about visiting with the people, not just in the VIP reception Friday, but from the stage at Genoa.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's great to be back with you, Bruce. Thank you for having me. I always love going to Columbus. I think what we'll be talking about mostly is the United States Senate.
1: I think you're right, and I think that J.D. Vance did very well in the two debates. Do You know Tim Ryan. I find Tim Ryan to be inauthentic in saying that he's not a moderate, he's an independent. Your thoughts on how Ryan has run his campaign and what you foresee on the horizon in the Ohio Senate race?
2: Tim is an old and dear friend. We're both graduates of Warren JFK, and I've known Tim for as long as he's been in Congress. And so I have a rule. I don't ever attack old colleagues, so I don't go after Tim Ryan. I just talk about why we need a Republican Senate. And I think J.D. is going to win handily. I did not see clips except for one. It's very interesting to me when a debate is telescoped into one clip. And that happened last night. I was waiting for the Guardians to come on. And, of course, they never came on. But I, so I was watching the clip show up. And it was J.D. responding to something. The clip did not have what Tim had said, but about his biracial children. Mm-hmm. And J.D. just murdered that answer. and And just absolutely crushed tim's whatever he jabbed at him at it was it was the opening that jd wanted which is often a lot of debate prep as you probably know goes into having ready the the the, the neutron bomb that destroys everything but everyone's left standing and that's what jd delivered i think dewine's going to win by 20 points and jd by 10 i'm not worried about ohio i am not even worried about georgia anymore I, I would like to run up the score in the west by winning arizona Colorado, maybe Washington State, definitely Nevada.
1: Hugh Hewitt is our guest, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show. Hugh he will be part of the Battleground Talkers Tour Friday night at Genoa Christian Fellowship. Get your tickets at 989theanswer.com, theanswerdaton.com. You have your eyes on a lot of Senate races out there. I'm surprised to hear you say you're confident about Georgia. I thought it was telling that the polls didn't really move after the accusation about herschel walker paying for an abortion which he might have it wasn't proven but i don't know the argument is what herschel walker paid for an abortion so don't vote for him vote for the guy who would green light abortions at any stage of a woman's pregnancy
2: there you just hit it bruce uh that sends it sums it up herschel denied that allegation on my show the morning after it was made and he has always denied it and he continues to deny it even though now that he knows the identity of the woman he's admitted he might have sent her money but not for an abortion uh, herschel is authentically loved in georgia i did uh, one event with him last year down there and i know that don't get between herschel walker and a georgia fan and everyone in georgia is a georgia fan and there's this enormous lake of goodwill towards him and people ha- understand the mental health problems he went through a decade and a half ago they understand he's completely cope with that they understand that it's a You know, it's the modern American family. It's blown up in a lot of different ways, and his son Christian is upset with him. They understand that all, but they also understand, I think our listeners understand, certainly mine do, I think yours do as well, that a Senate race is about who controls the Senate, not about the individual nature of the candidate absent some extraordinary circumstance like John Fetterman not being able to do the job or being able to talk or process. That's an extraordinary circumstance. Everywhere else, in Colorado and Arizona, it's not about the people. It's about the party. And it's taken us, you know, I've been doing this for 33 years. It's taken us 33 years to get to this point where people realize ours stand for this way and D's stand for that way, and they like our way better. And that's why I think Herschel's going to win. Georgia's not a purple state. It's a red state that had a weird confluence of circumstances in 2020. There'll probably be a runoff. And Herschel will probably win that runoff.
1: Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock, the race in Georgia. The other race, we'll get to Pennsylvania in a moment. We're chatting with Hugh Hewitt, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show. He's in town Friday night for the Battleground Talkers Tour. Hugh, Eric Metaxas, Brandon Tatum, Mike Gallagher, all on stage, your favorite Salem host. Watch them on the Salem Media Network. Hugh's website is HughHewitt.com. I'm intrigued by Arizona because I spend a lot of time in Arizona. My wife is from there. I've seen that state's politics shift with all the influx of California residents who leave because the policies are lousy in California, and they continue to vote Democrat. But Mark Kelly's holding a rally coming up, and he is holding the rally outside. And the notification for the rally says, we're asking attendees to voluntarily disclose their vaccination status at the door. Those who are vaccinated are asked to bring proof of vaccination. We ask that people who don't disclose their status over the age of two wear a mask, both indoors and outdoors. I don't think this helps Mark Kelly in his race against no, Blake Masters. It's nuts. It's nuts.
2: I, I, You know, I'm back traveling around the country now and I have to travel by virtue of my my life is to deal with affiliates and follow stories. Everyone has has gotten over COVID, meaning that they have assessed their risks. They have you know, I, I have both vaccines and three boosters. Other people have no vaccines and no boosters. We've all understand the risks. My grandchildren don't have boosters. My grandchildren don't have shots. And my daughter has a different assessment of risks than other parents do. But we have decided as a free people that we're going to leave it up to people folks. And it's not what it could have been. It wasn't nearly as bad as the nineteen eighteen to twenty Spanish flu could have been a lot worse. We got to be better next time. In being honest with people, Dr. Fauci needed to retire two years ago, and I asked him to on the air, and he hadn't been back since. <laughs> but I think for Mark Kelly to do that is virtue signaling to his left wing base. And his left wing base wants to control your life and my life. And that's, again, Republicans are the party of freedom, Democrats are the party of just endless government, endless government, Bruce, everywhere. And I I don't know why Mike DeWine is winning by 25 points, but that tells you where Ohio is. Just forget all the noise. Mike DeWine is a very conservative on life guy. He has been since I first met him. And Ohio is a pro-life state, and Dobbs didn't move it a bit. Am I right about that? You
1: are absolutely right about that. And I'm actually surprised, Hugh, that DeWine is winning by that margin, or at least forecasted to win by that margin, because I felt he'd get a lot of Democratic support because they enjoyed some of his COVID policies. A lot of the rural voters in Ohio hated them. And you saw that in the primary where Jim Renese and Joe Blystone together got more votes than DeWine. But it becomes a problem for Tim Ryan in Ohio. And I think it becomes a problem if Kerry Lake wins Arizona and Brian Kemp wins Georgia. It becomes a problem for the Democratic Senate candidates in those states. If Republican governors win, we know DeWine's going to win. I'm not confident about Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, but I'm feeling better and better about Carrie Lake, who is way too into election denialism for my taste. I'd rather talk about what's ahead, not what's behind. But now Tulsi Gabbard is campaigning for Carrie Lake. And I've been impressed with Carrie Lake, given her knowledge of our business, having been a news anchor, how effectively she turns questions back on reporters out there. That really resonates with voters, and I think will serve Blake Masters well in Arizona, as will a Brian Kemp win over Stacey Abrams serve Herschel Walker well in Georgia.
2: Yeah, Blake Masters has improved his debate performance dramatically, and Mark Kelly is a stand-in for every Democrat. I mean, there is absolutely fuzziness around every edge that he has. Everyone knows he's a Navy captain and an astronaut uh, married to a victim of violent crime, and we understand that, and... We understand that that is, uh, you know, good fortune to his family, prayers for the continued recovery of everyone involved in that shooting and those, the families of those who were killed. But that's not what you vote on. Arizona has Phoenix. I, should be, I want to be specific. Phoenix has the highest major metropolitan inflation of anywhere in the United States, 13% across all categories year over year. That's the worst inflation in the United States in a major metropolitan area. I think Blake Masters is going to win on that. And I don't think particular people are talking to pollsters. I I just add five. You know, that's the minimum. And I remind everyone, admission against interest. I write for The Washington Post, and in five days before the election of 2020, The Washington Post put out a poll with ABC that said Joe Biden was going to win Wisconsin by 17 points. (laughs) Joe Biden won Wisconsin by 0.6 points. They don't know what they're doing. It's all fake news. Polling does not work. It's broken. And yet, it still absorbs a lot of our attention. So, all I, all I pay attention to is direction and sort of the blowout races tell me where the state's going. And the wine's got a blowout wind coming.
1: Hugh Hewitt, host of the Hugh Hewitt Show. He'll be on the panel on Friday night, Battleground Talkers Tour, Genoa Christian Fellowship, 989theanswer.com, theanswerdaton.com. Hugh, thanks so much for your time today. We look forward to seeing you on Friday.
2: Bruce, can't wait to see you. See you then, friend.
1: It is our pleasure to close the show today with a very special guest. U.S. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas joins us. He will be in Ohio tomorrow campaigning with U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance. Senator Cruz, thanks so much for your time today. You're a very busy guy. Uh, Why J.D. Vance? What is it about his campaign that uh, catches your eye and gains your approval?
3: Well, Bruce, great to be with you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be in Ohio tomorrow. We've got two rallies with J.D. Vance, one at 9 a.m., uh, in Medina at the Thirsty Cowboy, and then another at noon uh, in Hanoverton at the Spread Eagle Tavern. And and I am in the middle of a 17-state national bus tour where we are crisscrossing the state, uh, doing a total of 25 rallies for 32 candidates, covering 9,121 miles. So, so far, the bus tour has been through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Kansas, Missouri, and Iowa, we're in Ohio tomorrow, and then from there we go to Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, and back to Texas. And and the reason I'm doing this is simple. I, I think this election is the most important election of our lifetime. I think the path we're on as a country is, is profoundly misguided. I think the people of Ohio are hurting. They're seeing the ravages of out-of-control inflation, the prices of everything going up, the price of food, of rent. Of mortgages of gasoline skyrocketing, they're saying crime out of control with with Democrat policies to abolish or defund the police, uh, soft on crime district attorneys who are releasing violent criminals and and they're saying the chaos at the southern border, the worst illegal immigration we've had in sixty two years, four point4 million people have entered the country illegally under Joe Biden. Mm. and I think the people of Ohio recognize, this path doesn't make any sense. They want to change. I think J.D. Vance is going to win, but I think it's critical for the men and women of Ohio to show up and vote for J.D. Vance and, and, and make that happen if you don't like uh, the direction the country's headed today.
1: Well, I think you're absolutely right, and uh, I applaud you for taking the time out of your schedule to do the rally. I'm sorry you had to dig into your 401K to afford the gas, but uh, that's where we <laughs> all are. And your words about crime are red on the money. We in Columbus in the past 10 days have had four— Four teenagers die while being murdered by other youth. The crime problem in Columbus does not get the headlines that it does in Philadelphia or Baltimore or New York or L.A., San Francisco. But it is real here, and it has completely changed the viewpoint people in the suburbs have of going to downtown Columbus to see a hockey game, see a minor league baseball game, to attend a concert. And this is real all across the country.
3: Look, i, I got to tell you, this, this is, you're right, it is real everywhere, everywhere you go. Just on this bus tour, the day I was in Arizona, there was a professor at University of Arizona shot and killed on campus. Mm-hmm. The, the next day, I was in Nevada, I was in Las Vegas, and you had a mass stabbing at 11 a.m. on the Las Vegas Strip, right in mm-hmm. the middle of the casinos in the middle of the day, an illegal immigrant who'd been released from jail over and over again. And, and the consequence of these, these policies, when you let violent criminals out of jail, when you let violent criminals cross the border illegally, when you refuse to deport them, when you refuse to keep them in jail, the result is a lot of innocent people lose their lives. And, and, and this is happening everywhere. And I think it's a big part of the reason that, 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 that voters are fed up and saying, look, you guys are not looking out for my family and, and our security and, and, and our safety.
1: Senator Ted Cruz is our guest, Texas Senator. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ted Cruz. Uh, he also does the Verdict podcast with Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire. It's a great listen. Uh, his book, One Vote Away, underscored the importance of keeping a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. We've seen the importance of that with the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And Senator Cruz has a new book coming out. In uh, five days, it'll be available, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized our legal system and uh, Senator Cruz, tell us a little bit about this book. It sounds somewhat in line with your previous book about the Supreme Court, but uh, what will you delve into in this book? What's important for Americans to know?
3: Well, Justice Corrupted really focuses on the politicization of the Department of Justice and the FBI and the intelligence community. And you know, the the, the book begins with what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, mm. where a 14-year-old girl was sexually assaulted at school by a boy wearing a skirt in the girls bathroom and the school denied it happened they refused to call in law enforcement in fact they transferred the boy to another school where he sexually assaulted another little girl Um, when the parents went to the school board meeting and spoke up the school board insisted it didn't happen there's no such thing as any boys wearing skirts assaulting girls in the girls bathroom they had a political ideology they were committed to the, the, the father, understandably, was furious and said, look, my daughter was raped at school and, and you're ignoring it. They ended up arresting the father, throwing him on the ground, handcuffing him. And then shortly thereafter, the National Association of School Boards wrote a letter to Joe Biden asking the Biden administration to target parents who go to school boards, target them as domestic terrorists using the Patriot Act. And six days later, boom. Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, wrote a memo to the FBI directing the FBI to go after parents. It was an abuse of power, and, and it is it is using the machinery of government to target Biden's political opponents. And and I gotta say, early on in the book I talk about Richard Milhouse Nixon. Nixon tried to do this. Nixon tried to use DOJ, tried to use the FBI, tried to use the IRS to target his political opponents. And then the system, by and large, worked. Those agencies mostly refused to cooperate, and Nixon rightly resigned in disgrace. And and what this book points out is what Nixon tried to do, Barack Obama succeeded in doing, using government to target his political enemies, and now they put hard partisans in senior career positions at DOJ and the FBI, and it has metastasized under Joe Biden in a way that is really dangerous and we're seeing the FBI raid Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago we're seeing the FBI raiding pro-life activists guns drawn in front of their children and it is profoundly dangerous when what is supposed to be a nonpartisan, apolitical enforcement of justice gets treated as a weapon to target your political enemies that's what we're seeing Right now,
1: today, yeah, we certainly are. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas is our guest. He'll be in Ohio tomorrow, campaigning with JD Vance for Rob Portman's seat in the U.S. Senate. And we got about thirty seconds left, and I, I just wonder, uh, Senator, I, I've said with Joe Biden, what's open should be closed, and what's closed should be open. The border should be closed; it's open. The the domestic oil production spigot should be open; it's closed. If we get the red wave, we want control of the Senate and the House. What can you guys do to reroute the track of the Biden administration?
3: Look, we need real oversight. We need people who will stand and fight. We need to defund the 87,000 new IRS agents. We need to put all that money at the southern border. And we need leaders with guts. That's why I'm supporting J.D. Vance, because I believe he'll stand and fight. Let me encourage you to come out and see us tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. in Medina, noon in Hanoverton. You can get the information at TC Bus Tour. Dot .com tcbustour.com get free tickets come out be energized and mobilized to take ohio back and take our country back
1: tcbustour.com thank you so much senator cruz i know you're busy very much appreciate your time and your work on behalf of our country take care god bless there you go senator ted cruz nice of him to join us very nice of him to include ohio on his bus tour of the us um Medina and Hanover Town. So that's uh, the dates tomorrow. And tomorrow will be the day of the Battleground Talkers Tour. Hope to have you here tomorrow for an edition of The Bruce Willie Show and to see you at Genoa tomorrow night.